Welcome to the village of Samtit. I'm your host, Cassandra Corbin Blake. It takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to do life together. Today, I am excited. I have a special guest, one of my classmates. As you can see, we have our shirts on Central High, class of 1978. We're here in West Helena for our reunion. And I've been trying to connect with Marilyn Pillow for the, since before July, but then I had a heat stroke, and that kind of put things on the back burner because we were supposed to connect around the 4th of July. But at the class reunion, I said, I'm going to, uh, if you can, can you come by my mom's for just a quick little while so I can interview you because she has a story that needs to be told, and it's her story. And we all have stories that need to be told so that we can help others. Because once we're gone, our stories go with us. So it's good to share our stories. I want to welcome Marilyn Pillow to the village of Sunny <laughs> I'm So I'm just excited to have you. I want you to relax. I want you to know this is just a conversation. Right, right. And I, I, you know, what, what piqued my interest about you was I was on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I saw where you commented about you showed a picture of yourself like on this stage or up front and you said, I haven't always been able to do this, uh, to do anything in front of people. And so that piqued my interest because I said, there's a lot of us out there, a lot of people like you that haven't been able to be out front or to feel confident enough in themselves to do things. Um, I want to ask you first, uh, you were just telling my mom that th your family, there's a, you came from a big family, how many? Big family. Fifteen kids. Fifteen Ten children. girls and five boys. And five boys. I'm and where are you in there? Number ten. Number ten. Number ten. <laughs> That's a good number. Yes. yes how, what was your, you know, what was your life like growing up in a big family like that? Well, uh, at the age of understanding. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother raised, uh, I think it was, what, 10 of us. Wow. Uh, because my mom married again, mm -hmm. uh, which a lot of my older siblings, like I was a stay-at-home mom and dad, and that they had, you know, was getting ready to leave home. Right. So my grandmother and my grandfather didn't allow my mom to take her kids that she already had before she married into this marriage. Wow. So they raised us. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> and yes, and That's she had five after me. So yeah. yes, I was the youngest there at you know at home. And there with your grandparents. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now there was something that you struggled with mm -hmm. growing up. What was that struggle for you? The struggle was that we didn't have uh, we never liked food. Right. Always had a place to live. Yeah. But we just didn't have things that I saw that other kids mm -hmm. had. You know, for as clothes wise, we didn't get clothes mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a certain time of the year that we had clothes. Right, right, right. When we come home from school, we had to get out the school clothes mm -hmm. and not wear those same clothes back that day. We had another set to wear, but we had to air those out. So maybe Wednesday, you'd wear those again. Correct. And yes. and how did that make you feel? Did you see other children that had things that you wanted as a child? You know, how did that make you feel? Did you feel any certain kind of way or were you okay? You know, or you didn't really think about that? I don't think I really thought about it because I, uh, 
So I'm looking at it now. I think I just saw that. I have clothes to wear. Yeah, yeah. It's and funny. It's clean clothes. Yeah, you know? Marilyn. Yeah. It is funny how mm -hmm. when we were growing up, it's really amazing that we as children never knew really we were poor. Correct. Correct. That whatever we had, we were okay Correct. with it. We Correct. weren't running around the house coming fussing with our parents coming. I want this. Right. I want that. So Correct. and so got that. We just Correct. didn't. I had I had cousins that I would go visit, and they had the little canopy beds mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all the little frilly stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I never, and I thought it was pretty. Right. But when right. I came back to to home, right. I never uh, wanted that right. or said I, you know, I don't have that or any of that. I was okay with what we had. Correct. We Correct. were uh, content. Content. With whatever which state we found ourselves in, which is really a good thing to Correct. be content. Correct. And the most important thing that my grandmother and my grandfather shared the love mm -hmm. that they had for yeah. us, and I know they was providing what right. they could provide for us. Right, right, so right. it didn't bother me what I didn't have or what I saw other kids right, have. Right, right. Not until you know you get a certain age. Exactly. So, yes. And, and you start you, looking yeah, at those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, you know, we in the black community sometimes have a hard time with skin color. Mm -hmm. We, and, and unfortunately, we sometimes uh, dictate or say things about skin color right. in our own race. Right. If somebody's dark or if somebody's light right. or if, and, and some, some like the wavy hair we have, we mm -hmm. have so much, a whole gamut. Mm -hmm of colors, a whole gamut of hair textures right. and different things. Right. Was that a problem for you or something that you felt uh, when you were growing up? No, it wasn't because, I mean, I didn't have a lot of hair. Yeah. A little bit more than what I had. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We all had a little but bit I, more. But my older sister, we had one sister mm -hmm. that loved to press hair. Yeah. So every two weeks, she would wash our hair. Yeah, and she sure. Would keep our hair I remember every two weeks we get that hair washed, and you know, yeah, like yeah. like we would go. We don't wouldn't go every week. Every two weeks every you two was gonna get your hair washed mm -hmm. and pressed mm -hmm. with the hot comb. Correct. With the Correct. hot comb. Yeah. Now, uh, as you grew and you became an adult, what did you mean when you said uh, that I haven't always been here to this in this place where I could just come in front of people well, and talk. That's because uh, that I like, I like, didn't have enough confidence in mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I look in the mirror and I would think, oh wow, Marilyn, you know, because you see pretty girls. Yeah. It wasn't about my skin tone, it was just that, didn't have a pretty face. Yeah. I didn't think it was a pretty you face. You didn't think it was. Correct. Right, right. Uh, just shy because yeah. really hadn't been taught how to talk to people, mm -hmm. you know, was afraid of going to people and starting a conversation. Mm -hmm. If you didn't say anything to me, I didn't say anything to you. You know, it was just that, I guess the lack of confidence of um, just communicating. Yeah, yeah. You know, not yeah, knowing really yeah, what to yeah. say. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes in our homes, we're not told we're beautiful. Correct, correct. We're not told that, no, that it's not about Beauty, you know how the old folks used to say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but a lot of us didn't get that. A right. lot of us felt like we tend to uh, put ourselves in this box and say, I'm not pretty. Correct. I'm not the prettiest of girls or this or right. that. Right. 
And and you said when you looked in the mirror, when you looked in the mirror, mm -hmm. what did you see? Well, at a young age, I had you know skin problems, yeah. acne. You know, and I just a lot of acne. Yes. Yeah. And that just made me look a little bit so ugly. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's all I saw. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I right. mean, look past that. Right, right, you know, right, right, right. So, and then you know, then you know. Our parents wasn't taking us to the doctor. To right, see right, was right. There. And, and it just kind of got out of control, correct, out correct, of control. Correct, correct. And so that made you shy. Correct. And made you want to just hide in the background right, and not right, be seen. Correct. And correct. you thought that when you looked in the mirror, what you saw mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. ugly. Correct, correct. And that hurt your self esteem mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and your confidence. Correct, correct. Now, as time went on, did you see, did that cause a depression at all or, or anxiety? Well, it didn't because I surrounded myself with people that made me feel better about mm -hmm, myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, at some point in time, you can't, you won't accept compliments, but then at, certain, at a certain time, it's all, it's all about who's you around. Who you're around, who yeah, you're yeah, you're, uh, yeah. Who you surround yourself with. Because if you surround yourself with the company you keep, mm -hmm. um, with somebody that's always downing you right. or then and you already feeling that, right. then it right. makes it worse. Correct. But if you surround yourself with people that build you up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and tell you that you're beautiful Correct. and tell you, girl, you look good to me, Correct. then you start seeing yourself. You you were would you say you were a late bloomer? As far as being yes, able to be confident in yourself. And it was probably after maybe after I graduated from school. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And and what was the turning point? What made that turn? Well, you know, when I I left uh, Helena in 84. Mm -hmm. And it's like when I went to Russellville, where I am now, mm -hmm. it's like it was a whole different group of people. Right. Even the ones that I went to church with. Mm -hmm. And you know, people always say when guys say things to you, it's like they're trying to get next to you. They, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I had these mature guys that always complimented me. Wow. You know, Leonard Blocker, Eddie Holman, yeah. all those people. Uh, and then, you know, Rodney, when they started yeah. coming around, uh -huh. and we all just would laugh. And I was with a different group of people yeah. that said things that. You know they really mean it. Right, right, right. They were genuine people. Correct. Genuine, correct. and you felt that. Correct, correct. Whereas, and I guess when I was young, I just wasn't around people all the time. No more than at school. And I only saw those people when I was at school. But, right. never, but like I say, when I... Because you were quiet in school. Yes. Yes, very yes, quiet. And that's why I was saying a lot of classmates probably don't remember me. Only my circle, right. you know. Would and remember really, yeah. it was just what, four of us, five of us? Mm-hmm. And no four, yeah, four of us, and two mm -hmm. of us, two of them out of the circle is dead. And wow. Wow. Mary, Sarah Bain. Yeah. And those was my. That was yeah, my circle. Yeah, yeah, that, that was and your circle. Mary Helen. Yeah, yeah. That was my circle. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, like I say, until I moved away and got around, you know, guys. You know, because you're thinking, well, these guys that I'm. That, you you felt me. like you weren't attractive yes, too. Correct. You didn't think that. Yeah. Uh, the opposite sex would be attracted correct, to correct, you because you didn't think of yourself right, as right. anyone special. Correct. And then if they were, if they said something, it's like, 
Yeah, right. Yeah, You'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. Just trying to make me feel, feel good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. But it was something consistent all the time. They always complimented. And it's just like it's people just would come and, you know, say things. Yeah. And you'd be like, wow, really? Really, you know, yeah. So, and it's know. like, and, and I think sometimes there's a lesson for us to learn. Mm -hmm. The villagers, the parents, the yes. grandmamas, yes. the big mamas yes. and stuff. That it's more to raising a child mm -hmm. than just feeding them, clothing them, right. and sending them off to school. Right. They need to know that they are valued. Mm -hmm. They need to know that they are beautiful. Right. They need to know that you see the pimples on their face right. and you can have that conversation with them right. and say, that's a part of puberty right. and it's gonna pass right. and I'm gonna do what I can to help you, but you are beautiful. Right. Sometimes we don't hear we that enough and the confidence is Correct. not there Correct. because we don't hear Correct. it. Now, for some girls, they didn't need that because they thought they, they were. Thought were. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. They, they were, were already yes. thinking, you know, yeah. I, I, right. but there's some of us. Now, we have girls that have freckles, mm -hmm. a lot of freckles in their face, and sometimes they don't feel Correct. that they're beautiful. Correct. But it's up to us. Right. Like you said, you needed that foundation. Mm -hmm. You needed those people mm -hmm. around you to build you up and to be right. genuine about it. Correct. Because right. people can sense when you're just saying mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. To be genuine and let you know that you are valuable, right. that you could, and they help you to build that Correct. confidence. Correct. And you said on Facebook that this is, I'm here now, but I haven't always been here. Right. And you shared with our class today. Mm -hmm. Share some of that testimony with our, that you shared with our class today. Uh, the testimony was that, um, as I started to speak, I wouldn't. I didn't ever think that I would be before. Forty-five years yeah. later, before my class, mm -hmm. some members of my class, and forty-five years ago, I would have been too shy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. To get up and say anything, mm -hmm. but I know I accepted Christ at an early age, mm -hmm. and like. I don't know who said this, but said the same thing I said this morning. We didn't allow God to follow our footsteps. Right, right, right. We didn't right. ask Him to order we our steps. We got off the trail. Yeah. We didn't go to God with things that we were dealing with. with we right. Because yeah. we didn't know how. We didn't know how. You right. know, didn't realize that He was the one that was keeping us. us. Right. And I come to reality that, God, you made me who mm -hmm. I am. Right, right. I got to excel what I see when I look in the mirror. Yes. I've got to beautiful whatever it takes to make me feel beautiful. I'll do that, and I know you're gonna help me do that. Right. Uh, so that's where I start to really like. I know He got me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I know He's gonna change me if I want to be changed. Right. God's not gonna change you just you say, "Okay, Lord, change me." Right. We right. got to put some work into work in, it, yeah. and He did. And and the closer relationship I got with Him the better I felt about myself. Right. Because again, as I spoke earlier today, Lord, it's you who made me. Yeah. I didn't make myself. Right, right. And, and, and everything that God just, made was yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And there's something that our class president said today. What was that uh, that he said? And I think you repeated that when you talked. He said, don't let anyone change who you are. He said that last night. Yes. And, and I always told my older son when he went through his first divorce, mm -hmm. 
uh, his ex-in-laws mm -hmm. was always saying things about him and it mm -hmm. would make him angry. And I would tell him, don't let him change your character. Mm -hmm. Be who you are. Yeah, yeah. Don't let anyone, no matter what goes on in your life, I don't care how angry we get, how yeah. dissatisfied we get, don't let anyone change your character. And I remember, you made me think about some when I was working and it was a toxic workplace mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. a, with a lot of, you know, with uh, certain things going on. Mm -hmm. And I told, and this guy reminded me that I told him that, I said, they won't change who I am. That's right. They won't change me. That's right. I refuse to let them they change, change who I am. The circumstances, what people do to me, mm -hmm. I will not change wow. who I am. Wow. So I found myself talking to God in my mm -hmm. mind a lot more. Mm -hmm helping me to deal Correct. with things, helping me to stay happy and joyful, Correct. helping me to be who I am and not change and become that ugly, right. mean, right. Uh, dispirited person right. that right. they were. Right. Right. So I, 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 I refused to do that. And he told me, he said, you know what you said? You, you wouldn't let them change Thank who you, you were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is something that's good for a lot of us to learn because there's a lot of people that deal with low self-esteem that deal with not feeling like they're pretty enough mm -hmm. or smart enough. Correct. But yeah. whatever, and, and this is what I love, you embraced you. Mm -hmm. We have to embrace all of us. We have to embrace our color. We have to embrace our eyes. Correct. We have yeah. to embrace all, every everything. little bump. Everything. You know, we have to embrace everything, the wow. hips, Correct. everything everything about us. Wow. We need to embrace wow. ourselves and to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because we cannot love anybody else until we love well, ourselves. That's it. That's if I don't love me, I certainly love can't give love, love to someone else. So now, how long have you been married, Mary? 37 years. Tell me about your husband. When did he come into your life? Well, high school. High school, yeah. <laughs> we actually yeah. grew up together. Okay, you know, okay. Uh -huh. And like I, say, like I said earlier today, I uh, got pregnant when I was uh -huh. in the had my son June first. We graduated May the twenty sixth. But my husband has always uh, told me I was beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, you know, always said things, and I would say things like, "Oh, you just if you wasn't with me, you know, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be saying." Yeah, 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 yeah. But he always encouraged me. He always tell me, like I say, how beautiful I am. Mm -hmm. He tell me how much. Uh, I have inspired him in his life. I yeah, have changed yeah, him yeah, in his yeah, life. Yeah. You know, he tell me if, if you hadn't been there, I don't know where I would be. You know, and that just makes me feel like, yeah. you know, I have helped some. If right. I haven't helped well, one somebody, I have helped my husband. And we have helped each, each other. other, right? Correct. And the thing about it too is that we make missteps, mm -hmm. like you said, you were pregnant in the twelfth mm -hmm. grade. We all make missteps, right. but God makes something beautiful, beautiful. out mm -hmm. of everything. Mm -hmm. He takes those ashes right. and he creates beauty. Right. I don't care. All of our lives are a mixture mm -hmm. of losses, failures, right. joys, right. wins, right. mountaintops, valley lows. But all of that goes into life. Correct. And when God mixes that stuff all together, right. it's something right. beautiful. It and, and just you sharing this with us about how you were able to see your beauty, mm -hmm. to know that God made me. Right, right. God made me right. with his own hand, mm -hmm. and I'm beautiful, and I can, and you said even today that you uh, have a job and you're in front of people. Yes, my, so God has placed me in so many positions, 
wild until, you know, the first time they asked me to be a supervisor, I was at a call center, oh. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage, right. and I'm like, really, me? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I was just getting on the phone, taking supervisor calls, yeah, whatever, yeah. and then I ended up getting the team, you know what I'm saying, where I was over that team, had to coach this team, and I know, I'm like, Lord, I can't do this, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I remember I had a supervisor call one time, and one of the guys, one of the big guys had come down, and I'm like, uh, they want to talk to somebody else. Yeah. And he would just happen to be there. Right. He said, well, I'll take it. And I stood there while he handled that call. Uh -huh. And it was my time to go home when he finished, and he said, let me tell you one thing. He said, don't take this job with you. He said, you can do this. He said, you wouldn't be in the position that you're in if you couldn't. He said, it's just that you had to hear how to, you know, handle, to handle this handle situation. It. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He said, and you just learn from that and take it on and you're going to be okay. I was on that job for 18 years. Wow. You know, wow. Only one of my color. Uh -huh. you know, these things that I had to go through because, yeah, of, because that. of that. Yeah. And God equipped me because you had some that come in that it's like they would overlook you. Yeah. And I remember one called me up to the office one time and, and I let him, you know, talk mm -hmm. and I was, you know, like, okay, when you first came here, this is how you treated me, why? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I told her when I got up there, I said, you know what? On the way on here, up, up here, I said, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. She said, no, I'm not that bad. I said, no, you're not. I said, but it's the way that you, you treated me when you first came in. Yeah, yeah. I said, but God, I have prayed and I ask God that whenever we get to speak, just give me the right thing to right. say. Mm -hmm. To bring that to your attention right. in a respectable in way. In a respectable way, and yeah. did that. Because, that changed yeah, everything. That changed everything mm -hmm. because sometimes we think it's because we're Christian, we're supposed to lay down and be a doormat. Correct. Correct. But we can, we can confront yes. with love. Yes. God can give us the words to say when someone's mistreating us. We can speak up. It's like Coco Golf when that uh, referee wasn't calling that game right. She went right on over there and told her, you're doing this wrong. You ain't doing this right. She's taking too long to serve. Yeah, she's taking too long to serve. She's sitting down when you're supposed to sit down. You got to speak up for yourself. And sometimes we think that we're, we can't do that. Or that we're supposed to be subservient or be quiet or just take it. But we can speak up for ourselves yeah. with respect. Yeah. And you'll notice sometimes speaking up will cause the whole situation to change. change. Because that other person may say, oh my goodness, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, and then when we have something like that going on with each other, we're supposed to come mm -hmm. to each other mm -hmm. and talk it out mm -hmm. and talk to each other right. about it. Right. Now, if the person doesn't listen, you have no control right. over that. Right. But I, I, I tell you, just the idea that you had the confidence to do that and that in this job you dealt with a lot because mm -hmm. you were in the minority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize, yes, racism is still real. It's real. And it's real when we go to jobs and we're not the, you know, one or two of us right. in this whole Correct. corporation. Correct. Correct. It's hard for us. Correct. You know, we have to do triple the mm -hmm. work mm -hmm. than the other color Correct. because we, they, they, you know, so... So it's a lot that we go through, and it's an internal struggle it sometimes it for is. us. It but if we put God first, and if we first. talk to him mm -hmm. about it, mm -hmm. he will create the opportunity mm -hmm. for us to talk to the person mm -hmm. and to hash this thing mm -hmm. out. And now, the Maryland before and the Maryland now. Mm -hmm. What would you say to the Maryland before? 
if you were to talk to that Marilyn that before you had confidence in everything, what would you tell her? I would say that no matter how you feel about yourself, if you allow yourself to change, we, to accept the things that you can change, mm -hmm. those that you can't change, don't even worry about them. Let me work yourself out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you want to change, then allow God to order your steps. Mm -hmm. And whatever he has planned for you, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. In your season, it's gonna happen. Everything has a season and it's perfect on the heaven. So if there is a change that you want to bring about yourself, just allow God to, allow God to yeah. help you with yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, so for that young girl that's got that struggle, mm -hmm. what would what would you say to her? That's I the pimple-faced little girl that's struggling where you are. I would say just were. look at, at some point in time in life through maturity, that's gonna change. That's gonna change. Nothing, that, that's the thing. Sometimes we think when we're in a situation, mm -hmm. we have tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah. So what we need to learn is that just because we're in a situation, it's not gonna last forever. Yeah. It yeah. will change. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing we have to remember. So I wanna thank you. I wanna thank you for this interview. I wanna thank you for being my classmate. I know sometimes when I come home to some of our classmate funerals and stuff. Mm -hmm. I see you. Yes, you're yes. you're that quiet that presence mm -hmm. that's supporting, Why? that's making your way to support one another. Correct. And Correct. and I just love that about yes. you. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I think you're beautiful. Well, yeah. You are beautiful <laughs> inside and out. And, and you know, and, I I do things like you just saying. I don't do. I want to support you. Yeah. You don't have to do the same for me. Right. I'm doing that for Mary. Right, right, right. Doing Just doing it out of love. Correct. And see, when you do it out of love, yes, yes. it means so much to people. Yes. Just your presence. Yes. Just your, you know, even when we saw each other, we hugged and yes. said, thanks for loving me. Yes. I love yes. you. He kept telling me that last night. Thanks for me feel so me. Good. I you love know, I you. came home one weekend and me and my husband was getting ready to leave and we saw Harriet Banks yeah, at yeah. Walmart. And now, uh, She's like, Marilyn, this just made my day. Uh -huh. You know, it's just the little small things that people say yeah. that helps you along the yeah. way that make you feel good. And, and sometimes we think we have to say some big thing Correct. or do some big Correct. thing. It's just the little things. Thing. Noticing somebody. Correct. Or saying, hey, girl, it's so good to yes. see you and talking yes. and say, yes. and just saying, I love you right. and thanks right. for loving right. me and right. you're beautiful right. and you're amazing. Right. Right. I saw uh, one of our classmates, she cares for her mom. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, you're amazing. <laughs> and what you do for your mom, yes. I said, I clap loud yes. for you. People need to hear more yes. of that. Yes. They, the yes. People are doing things there. And I said, that's ministry. Mm -hmm. don't, I said, don't you know God honors that? Correct. He honors that, that you're Correct. doing that, sacrificing. And she just teared up. Because right. people, we don't hear enough of that. Because we're all going through something. Mm -hmm. something. We've been through something. We're going through something. something. We're coming out of Correct. something. Correct. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for this time and this attention. I want to thank you. And I want to tell you that I am so glad that God help you to become the woman that you are, that you embrace. Yeah, you embrace it. He gonna work on us till we leave here. Till we leave here. And we have been enjoying our class with you. And girl, I'm so whoa out and tired. So tonight is the dance. So I'm looking forward to to doing that. But I, I, you know, I want young girls 
and women everywhere, wow. boys, boys and men to know you're beautiful. You have been made and formed by a great oh, God. Yes. He yes. made you in the secret place, yes. and you are absolutely yes. stunning. Yes. Freckles, pimples, all of that, is. everything. Yes. Freckles skinny, are just, yeah, yeah. Fat, tall, yeah. fat, tall, short, skinny, short, yes. whatever. Yes. You yes. know, and I think of freckles as stardust. Mm -hmm. um, some, one of the stars said this. She said her freckles, she look at them as just stardust yeah. from God. Okay. So you have to look at things mm -hmm. differently sometimes mm -hmm. to embrace them. Yeah. And whatever you're in, remember like Marilyn said, it's not forever. Correct. It's going to be better. It's going to get better. Correct. We have to remember that. Correct. So I want to thank you. This has been amazing. And this whole class reunion is amazing. And you, my dear. Are amazing. And one thing I just want to leave, like I was sharing with you, yeah. where it say you can be a rainbow in someone's cloud. You can be a rainbow in your own cloud. Ooh, I love that. You can be a rainbow, can be a rainbow in, in your, your own, own cloud. cloud. Yes. And we need to do more of that. Yes. Oh, yes. that's beautiful. Yes. So, Some Tea Village, thank you for joining us. And remember, it takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to do life together. And I thank Marilyn for being here today. And I just feel honored to do life with her. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Bye. That was beautiful, Marilyn.